When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Jam Journals is a proud partner of Yesterday's Concert Podcast and member of the Pantheon Podcast Network. Welcome concert goers, music fanatics, and peace blasters. My name is Lance Ingram, and in this episode of Jam Journals, we open the pages to November 5th, 2008. Grab your earplugs as we go to the Lyric Theater in Oxford, Mississippi for Soundtribe Sector 9. That red car, it was so dull, its paint chipped and faded, but it held my gaze captive. It refused to let me stare anywhere else. The smoke from my roommate's cigarette rushed with a gust of air and burned my eyes. It snapped me back to reality. Did I just hear my phone beep? I think my phone just beeped. I checked. No new messages. She texts you back yet? My roommate Stu asked. No, not yet. But she'll be here. Maybe I need a cigarette too. Even with the balcony door shut, the music blared inside our apartment. We could hear every beat and note. Raised voices came in intervals. A furious match of beer pong was happening at our study table. My gaze drifted back to the red car. I locked in again. Time was now a defunct construct. My brain ran a million miles an hour, but everything outside of it was a blur. Stu and I sat in silence. Lance, hey man, where do I need to come up? A voice shouted from the parking lot. I looked down to see my buddy Joel had arrived. He'd come to town for tonight's festivities. He was just another invitee on the long list of participants we had for the big celebration tonight. I ran to the door to greet him. We bro-hugged and invited him inside. Let's get another bowl going. Within seconds, he had a drink in one hand and the bowl was being puffed and passed. It came to me and I hesitated. Am I too high already? Don't be a sissy, you got this. I told myself. When jam bands came to our college town, it was always reason to celebrate. But tonight was the granddaddy of celebrations. This wasn't just some low-level band. This wasn't just a cool band. This was one of the premier jamsters on the scene. Sound Tribe Sector 9. Although they were a decade into their career by this point, the jam community was raving about this band. They were the focal point of every pothead and jam band fanatic. They were fusing jazz, funk, electronic, and industrial rock. 
There were no words, but plenty of lengthy jams that would elevate any person of an elevated mindset. To give credence to this claim, the first time I heard about them was at a mandatory police-led driving school. After being sentenced to attend by a judge for speeding, I met another pothead jam band fanatic. His entire mission that summer was to find enough cash so he could go to Bonnaroo to see STS-9. As a burgeoning jam head, I had to know more. Unfortunately, their music wasn't something you could find at any big box store. I was left in the mystery of this mythic jam band. Seeing this band was validation of a jam band merits. It's where casual hippies went to overnight wooks. Before I knew it, I'd be flipping grilled cheese on widespread panic lot. And tonight, I was crossing that threshold. Hey man, Jana's coming tonight, right? Y'all still trying to figure things out? Joel asked. I passed the bowl as I exhaled smoke from my nose like a dragon. She said she's coming when I talked to her this morning. <coughs> Haven't heard from her since, though. She's supposed to be bringing Molly. Oh, nice. Who's that? Not who, Joel. What? If you go back to the ZZ Top episode, you'll hear the love story of a hippie girl named Jana. We had a summer fling weeks before I left for college. Unfortunately, as I said goodbye, I was bitten by the smitten. She refused to do long distance, but I couldn't let her go. Since STS-9 was the marquee jam band, I convinced her to get that hippie behind of hers up to Oxford. I even bought her a ticket. I was whipped without a taste. But now, with hours until the show, radio silence. Through bitter sweetness, I wasted my day sucking down the sticky sweet smoke of Columbia's finest ganja. I knew what would happen that night with Jana, but I lived in denial. However, that didn't stop me from celebrating a milestone of my jam band fandom. I was baked at unconscious levels. At one point, Stu and I went to grab some food, but while we were waiting, we ran into some girls we knew. Rather than chatting them up, I stared at the ketchup dispenser, praying that the conversation would be over quickly. A hand slapped me on the shoulder and a beer was thrust in my face. Hey man, don't worry about it. I'm sure she'll show up, Stu said. Let's just have a good time until then. We're seeing Sound Tribe tonight. The sounds of beer pong echoed over the blaring music as the cheers continued. For the next hour, I sat in a haze until I felt the vibration. My phone was finally ringing. Pushing past my roommates and the friends that crowded our apartment, I made my way to the balcony. Stu knew what was happening and followed me out there. No, this wasn't a green out. The magical phone call was happening. Hey, are you on your way? I asked. There were no attempts to play it cool. Hey, what are y'all doing? Y'all pre-gaming for Tribe? Have been all day. Just ready for you to get here. Dude, you're so pathetic. Well, I got good news and bad news. Good news first, please. The good news is I'm still coming tonight. But the bad news is I'm not sure when I'll get to leave yet. Even in my foggy state of trying to do the math, I knew it was a three-hour drive, which would put her getting to town as the show started. But who cared? I just wanted her here. Alright, cool. I'll text you where to go and we'll just meet up at the venue. Great. Can't wait to see you. Time passes, the party rages, and we took one last bowl for the road before making our way to the Lyric. It was time for our first Soundtribe show. Yet there was still no update from Jana. Then while waiting in line at the venue, the fateful update I'd been dreading came in. Hey, so work called me right after we talked. I've been slammed ever since and just now getting a break to tell you. I'm so sorry, but I can't come. I'll pay you back for the ticket. I showed the text to Stu and Joel. They did their best to cheer me up, but sometimes brotherhood can't move the needle for a broken heart. 
Revisionist history has wiped this show from my memory. After falling out of love with the jam band scene a few years later, what I remember is a bunch of beeps, boops, bleeps, and bops. But upon revisiting the official bootleg for the first time in more than a decade, I see how much Revisionist history has overwritten my memory. There were no crowd interactions, no vocals, only deep, dark, and dirty improvisation. With each track of the bootleg, the memories flood me. I may have been borderline green out, but the good times don't escape me. It's a nostalgia trip in the literal soundtrack to my 2008. Shows like STS-9, Numa Trio, Bass Nectar, Widespread Panic, and Umphreys McGee. We were living in a jam band fantasy. Being the complete noob I was, I didn't know any of the songs. All that I knew of the band was what blared from my roommate's speakers. Earlier that day, I overheard a girl on campus ask her friend if she was going to the techno show that night. Are you going to the techno show tonight? There are elements of electronica, but STS-9 is far more of a jam band than anything. It was deep grooves and insatiable funk. Joel, Stu, Mosin, and I danced with zero regards. We bounced around the venue, alternating vantage spots. We'd hang out at the front, filter to the back, move to the balcony, and somehow we ended up in the pit. For all the expectations of hanging out with Molly and Jana, there was an existential crowd high. It was palpable in the room. Where Bud had been so kind, the collective conscious of psychedelics could inebriate even the soberest soul. We watched the lights twirl and mix. And again, revisionist history tells me the light show was one that could be on par with the greatest arena shows. But a few videos on YouTube tell a different story. It was no doubt good, but my fuzzy memory may have inflated that a little bit. Even by today's mid-tier jam band standards, it was... adequate? For more than two hours, the band raged a high-energy yet trippy set. My little band of hippies counted ourselves lucky to be part of the crowd that had a tribe set under their belt. We were no longer lowly peons of jam band fandom. We'd seen the mythic sound tribe Sector 9 in person. Leaving the venue that night, we traded the cliches of every jam show. I'm gonna need a mop to wipe my face up off this floor. Does anyone have any gauze? I think my brain exploded. And let's not forget the simple classic. Dude. We spilled back into our apartment. Bodies were strewn across every piece of furniture as the party started again. Stu cranked his stereo, beer pong cups were refilled and another bowl started passing. I moved outside to the balcony. The cold wind slapped my face and the night sky gave no reprieve of the chill. Still reeling from the show and a day spent with the herbs of the clouds, I checked my phone. No new messages. Weighing my options and clearly of sober intuition, I decided to text Jana one more time. Hey, show is insane. Pretty sure my face actually melted off. Missed you though. Wished you'd been here. I hated this hopelessly romantic heart. I hit send and stared back into the distance. The red car hadn't moved since earlier that afternoon. My mind bounced in chaotic rhythms while my stare grew. As excited as I was to cross off a jam band bucket list item, there was an emptiness remaining. The balcony door burst open and the shouts of the post-show midnight party spilled into the quiet. Hey buddy, what you doing out here? Just raging out here on your own, I see? Stu asked as he danced to the opposing lawn chair. Staring at my feet, I smiled and shrugged. Don't worry about her, buddy. We still had a great time tonight. You saw a Tribe. How about that open E? It was like 20 minutes long. Or what about the What Is Love closer? Stu was right. 
He continued talking my ear off for several minutes before I started loosening up and forgetting what I'd missed out that night. Rather than focusing on what could have been, I overlooked what had happened. Joel, one of my good friends, had driven several hours to do this show with me. My roommates partied with me all day. We saw early aughts jam band royalty. It was higher than a kite hours after my last session. Perhaps I was wrong. Maybe brotherhood does cure a broken heart. At the very least, it's there to wipe up your melted face. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Jam Journals and reliving one of my favorite concert memories. Have you seen the artist before? How was your experience? Similar? Better? Worse? Let us know on social media, at Yesterday's Concert. We're on all the channels, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and even TikTok. Give us a shout or shoot us an email at info at yesterdaysconcert.com. Until next time, give us a review on Apple Podcasts and check us out at yesterdaysconcert.com. And don't forget, take care of your shoes. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.